to do it again. Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. Yeah, yeah. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Theo, on your honeymoon, are you going to be golfing at all? Oh, yeah. Come okay. on. Bringing the bringing the sticks. You know I gotta you know I gotta pull up with it. Let's you know what I'm saying? Go. Actually, I, actually, I'll just rent some clubs. Okay, though, that's probably not, better. Go. Yeah, yeah. My clubs ain't even that good anyway. <laughs> yeah. uh, but you gotta you gotta keep working, keep grinding. Just because yeah. you're on your honeymoon doesn't mean that you forget all the lessons learned at Kaiser Golf. And that's the thing, you know, the sticks might not travel, but the lessons learned <laughs> from Coach Pete. Oh, I'm taking them with me. I, I'm taking them in my carry-on. I'm gonna pack a couple of the lessons in my uh my my check bag. Might even throw one in my personal item, my backpack. That's all three. When you go to the airport, and all three is more than the different tools you'll get at the Kaiser University Golf Coaching Center. They teach you on every single facet of the game. Uh, this year, I still have that goal of getting a birdie. I've never birdied in my life in the game of golf. I, I came in a novice, and I've done four weeks now with Peter at the Kaiser University Golf Coaching Center. Both the indoor facility one time when the when we had some inclement weather, we went to the nice uh, indoor facility that has three different hitting bays with the video technology and all of these different ball flight tracking things that even though I'm not out there hitting it on the green or hitting it out on the field, I can still see where the ball would have went. And then, of course, we hit the range and the putting green, and I've learned some of those tricks of the trades. I'm going to take all of that stuff, and I promise you guys this year, my New Year's resolution, I'm going to make that birdie. I'm going to make that birdie happen, and it's going to be with the uh, many tools that I've learned. Most importantly, the Think Box. I'm taking that to me with me to DR, and if you want to learn and brush up on your golf game like I've been able to do on my Saturday morning lessons, just like alongside of Tina Home Team, who you hear on Josh Cohen and the Home Team, then you need to lock in with the Kaiser University Golf Coaching Center. It's right in the heart of Palm Beach County off I-95 in the Turnpike, and you can find out more at KaiserGolfCenter.com. All right, let's go ahead and have Coach bring us in because it's Monday, and that means it's a dog bleep Monday. Um, no, it's dog <laughs> Thank you, Coach Salas. There's something you saw, you heard, something you consumed this weekend in sports without football that was abject dog blape well now is the time to talk about it 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 that's 888-760-3776 social media at klv 1063 i'll kick off the proceedings my entry into dog bleep monday the 2026 world cup final will be housed at metlife stadium <laughs> You mean to tell me the biggest sporting event in the world outside of the Olympics, the World Cup, more eyeballs on this, the presentation as important as any sporting event on the planet, and FIFA has decided that the building that has snatched more ACLs and Achilles than any other venue on the planet it looks like a gigantic air conditioner in one of the most gridlocked areas that you're going to find in the Northeast, in one of the most unattractive areas you're going to find in the New York City metro area. You mean to tell me that MetLife Stadium, New Jersey, is going to be where the World Cup final is held? You had it two World Cups ago at Brazil's Maracanã, which is arguably... 
the most legendary soccer venue on the planet. In Qatar, they built their own beautiful billion-dollar stadium to hose, host the World Cup final. Here in America, here in North America, by the way, it is a tournament where Canada is involved, mm. where Mexico is involved. You have all those stadiums at your disposal. You have the gem that is Jerry World. You have SoFi Stadium. You have the Azteca in Mexico City, previous host of the World Cup final. 100,000 fans. Meanwhile, you choose the most bland, quote-unquote, new stadium that's been built probably on the planet in the last 15 years, MetLife Stadium in New Jersey. FIFA, what a bunch of dog plate. Um, yeah, it's dog And how about that for alignment? Because he's the coach of the worst team housed in that gigantic air conditioner of yeah. a stadium, MetLife Stadium. He seems to always find his way back to Dog Bleep Monday. It, it's full circle yeah. pretty consistently. Yeah. They're worse than the Giants? Yeah. 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 From an organizational standpoint, heck without yeah. question. Heck yeah. Is yeah. it a heck yeah? So yes, 100%. What's going to happen? Also have won two Super Bowls in this modern era. Right. 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 Um, you remember the coach of the NFC in the Pro Bowl. He was the quarterback for those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the, uh, the, the, they're they're going to come... <laughs> They're going to bring in natural turf. They, they're going to need natural turf um, by law yeah. for this final to be played there. But you don't think that the folks at MetLife Stadium who have always screamed, oh, the cost, the cost, the cost. That's why we need to keep this turf that's going to continue to rip ligaments at an expeditious mm. speed. You trust them to find the natural surface that's going to work for a World Cup final? I'll believe it when I see it. What a mess. Uh, Theo, what's your Dog Bleep Monday? This one was easy for me. Um, My Dog Bleep Monday actually started on the first day of Black History Month when the Washington Commanders made their first um, hire for head coach. And you know how earlier you said, like, you know, me getting married because now it's Monday of my wedding week and and it's Friday right around the corner. It should be like a putt, a two-inch putt, just tap it in and keep moving. We thought when the Washington Commanders hired Eric Bieniemy as their offensive coordinator when he went from the Kansas City Chiefs offensive coordinator coaching Patrick Mahomes to come to Washington to coach Sam Howell we thought it's because he's taking over play calling duties and he's putting himself next in line for the inevitable Ron Rivera firing and then he would get promoted to finally getting his head coaching job which has been the topic of every single summer in the NFL for maybe the past four or five years well this time has come the Washington Commanders, as we expected, fired their head coach in Ron Rivera. Feels like an easy transition, right? It, it felt like it was a shoo-in. In fact, so much so that all throughout this time as we've been talking about coaching vacancies, we never really even flirted with the Commanders opening because I think throughout the process, the consensus thought was that's Eric Bieniemy's job to lose. And then they kept the job open and all these other coaches were getting hired. And they kept it open and it prolonged and it prolonged. And then February 1st, first day of Black History Month, the good old DQ got the job, Dan Quinn. And shout out to Dan Quinn because I'm sure he'll do a good job there. Mm. Great defensive coordinator. Did a good job with the Cowboys. Was good as a head coach for the Falcons. Not good enough to keep the job, but there he is in Washington. Great. And then I looked at the headlines today 
because I was just curious. I was like, well, what happened to Eric Bieniemy? Um, what is going on in Washington currently Clearly right now? Clearly you want a good OC, so Dan Quinn probably just kept him on, right? I'm figuring Dan Quinn's like, yeah, Eric Bieniemy, this guy who was a head coaching yeah. candidate for all of these years. He's been an elite offensive coordinator, at least by the way that they judge these things. That's your guy. And then I see this ESPN.com article by John Kime, ESPN staff writer. Commanders hire Cliff Kingsbury as the offensive coordinator. And even furthermore, though, I was like, okay, that's cool. And then they all, they also hired a defensive coordinator, so Dan Quinn filling out his staff. So I'm like, well, I'm curious what happened with Eric Bieniemy. So I continue to read this story on ESPN.com right now, and I got down to the part where it talked about Eric Bieniemy. And now I've lost the story as I try to go back and find it. But there was just a line in there that said it didn't even tell me if he got fired or not, if he got relegated. It said Eric Bieniemy had a year left on his contract with the Washington Commanders. Doesn't say obviously his job got taken. Right. I don't remember seeing a press release about Eric Bieniemy getting fired. I'm not even sitting here advocating for Eric Bieniemy to have the job. All I'm sitting here is as an incredulous viewer of what's been happening in the NFL with Eric Bieniemy and this coaching search and everything. Again, I have to ask the same question I asked three weeks three weeks ago. Is he going into these interviews and punching the owner in the face? Right. I, what I, is he doing to not get these jobs? I would actually be okay with an indicator that he's still with us. Yes. I, I, I don't even know where he is. I don't know if he still exists. I have no idea. Nobody knows his whereabouts. <laughs> he hasn't been interviewed for anything. It, he hasn't kept a job. Where is he? He went from Kansas City Chiefs offensive coordinator, Super Bowl winning coach. Took a, a demotion. You can call it a lateral move, but that's a demotion going from coaching Patrick Mahomes to coaching Sam Howell in Washington. But, but he gets been, the call to play. The common thought was that Eric Bieniemy. He wasn't getting enough credit because yeah. it was Andy Reid's offense. So he made the move in order to isolate himself and the work he does. Yes. And it it now has led to us not knowing if he's just disappeared. Now he's jobless. And the weirdest part about this is former Andy Reid assistants who were the offensive coordinators have got head coaching jobs, a la Matt Nagy, a la a few other guys. I think Doug Peterson's another guy that was under Andy Reid and still has a head coaching job. He's gotten multiple head coaching jobs since. I'm not I don't know what it is. Yeah. Again, I have to is he going up is he slapping everybody in the office before he says that like what is he doing wrong to where we're not even getting reports out on what's happening with Eric Bieniemy? Must be my, one hell of a bad interview. My dog bleep Monday is just what the hell is going on with Eric Bieniemy? Um, Eric Bieniemy, where are you? I, dog. Just call home. Please. He's like the Amelia Earhart of NFL coaches. And, and then, where is he? And one day we're just going to look up and find him. Where, where is he? They, find, need, they, found uh, they believe they found uh, via satellite technology. Maybe that's what it's going to take to find Eric. Yeah. I mean, they Do, finally found the uh, ruins of her plane. Is there a chance wreckage. he goes back to Kansas City? I've seen that flirted around. Well, if I were Andy Reid, I'd probably make that move. Matt Nagy's not been good this year. Um and maybe you could have you could have just stopped at not good. been good yeah, <laughs> yeah Matt Nagy's not been good Eric Bieniemy is now jobless yeah yeah was, don't do my guy like that he still got one more Sunday to coach and we believe in Nagy <laughs> or Nagy I don't even know how to say Luke his name right uh, the FAU NBA Sport Management Program I believe in that number one. <laughs> In the United States, postgraduate sport management degrees. Uh, you might say to yourself, "Oh, cool! What a great honorable one it is." But uh, Ken, where's the where's 
Where, where's something tangible? How about the fact that there have been so many unbelievable success stories of those who have gotten their postgraduate, their MBA in sport management at Florida Atlantic, and they've gone on to their dream job in sports. How about that? So fine. Oh, the award. Oh, whatever. That's a magazine. Okay. Well, one, that matters. But two, how about if you go to fau.edu slash MBA sport, you see all the success stories right there. This is your path to the sports industry. Dan Cornelly's got it on lock. He's the man who runs the FAU MBA sport management program. Program year number 24 of the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, number 10 in the world, according to Sport Business. Like I said, number one in the United States. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Uh, AB messages in. Uh, Ken, back when men were men, that's how we did a bachelor party the night before the ceremony. You're all suckers or weak. It's supposed to be your last night of freedom. You're supposed to be in that dressing room wiping glitter off your face from the night before. I would rather not. Yeah. I want to enjoy that day that's going to cost so much money and it's going to be like one of the most pivotal days of my life. I don't want to be hungover. That's why you're a sucker. Hurt. <laughs> yeah, that's why you're not a man. That's why you a sucker. Yeah, yeah, man up. I guess I'll be I'll be that because that is, I mean, that's, all the stuff. That's crazy behavior. All the work that you go with that goes into, and I, again, I'm just seeing this for the first time now being on this side of it. Like, it's so much work and planning and efforts and money that goes into it. And it's like, oh, I'm going to party my ass off until 3 a.m. the night before? Yeah. Just, just say, hell out of here. Just come out and say it. You're not built for it. I'm not built for it. Uh, I'll be in my bed uh, by midnight. Here's my problem, too, <laughs> is that. My, my wife, at least one my year. wife's the boss. Could you imagine if I showed up to my wedding with glitter on my face from strippers, presumably is what yeah. he's talking about Hopefully. from the night before my wife who has been planning this thing. She's the one who's the breadwinner. And then I show up and I'm reeking of, uh, of cheap stripper perfume. Not yeah. Good. The oil, <laughs> the glitter could have come from anywhere. You could have gone and seen some drag. You could have gone to Disney on Ice. I mean, there are plenty of things you could go with as far as why there's glitter on your <laughs> Has face. anybody ever gone to Disney on Ice for their bachelor party? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Has Disney on Ice been your bachelor party when, destination? Target audience when, right there. <laughs> when Jeanette Javier gets married at age 55. Her bachelorette party. Is it, well, that's different. Bachelorette party yeah. and bachelor party yeah, at Disney on totally Ice. Different We're talking vibes. two very different yeah. vibes. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Stone, what is your uh, what is your dog bleep Monday? My dog bleep Monday involves the sport of golf, something that Theo Dorsey stinks at. Wow, that's uncalled for. My PGA God, Tour. slashing out. Live golf. They're both taking place this weekend. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very highly coveted Pebble Beach. Pebble Beach, the Pro-Am. And, Maya uh, Coba. Yeah, and Maricoba for Live Golf. Mexico. So some good golf going on this weekend, right? What is the one gripe, the main gripe that PGA Tour backers have against Live Golf, Ken? Uh, three days, 54 holes as opposed to four rounds of golf. That's right. That's right. That's right. Now inform everybody how Pebble Beach ended this weekend, please. Live Golf and the PGA Tour, Maricoba and Pebble Beach played the same number of holes to find a winner this weekend. Mm. 54. Hmm. So you mean to tell me your signature event. Mm-hmm. The first this was an elevated event. Year, absolutely. Mm-hmm. This is the year the purses get raised. All of these things. I mean, come on. This field is good. Everybody tune in Pebble Beach, PGA Tour. Well, it was a limited field. It was a no-cut. 54-hole event. Wyndham Clark didn't even get to play. Finished it out. Um, That's my dog bleep in a sense right there because the Stuff that Live Golf put on display, 
in Mexico was phenomenal. Came down to a playoff, went to uh, four, four extra holes. Sergio Garcia was involved Serge. with the eventual winner. Serge. Joaquin Neiman, sick leaderboard there with Live Golf. And they had a standalone Sunday, weather wiped out Pebble Beach. But at the end of the day, Pebble Beach and the PGA Tour, the biggest criticism is that's not golf. Yeah. Live golf 54 holes. No, they can't get world golf ranking points. No, they can't play in majors. And then what happened here in the year of our Lord, 2024? The PGA Tour played a no-cut event 54 holes. The same weekend that Liv played it. And the winner of the PGA Tour event, Wyndham Clark, mm. went up in the world golf rankings. While Joaquin Neiman, the winner of Liv Golf, went down. Even though they played the same number of holes. And um, same type of field, same type of format. Dog. What is that? What is that? I think it's dog bleep. It is dog bleep. I agree with you. For as much as people have to say, I mean, just get a glance at the leaderboard for Liv. I believe this was on Saturday. So just one through 12 here. So Keem Neiman, Sergio Garcia, Cam Smith, John Rahm, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, and I'm reading these in order of first two tied for 12. Terrell Hatton's on there. Um, Casey Howell, Paul Casey, all of these guys are on this list and they're shooting pretty much six to 12 under par at the time. So there was some good golf being played out in Mexico. And that four playoff hole playoff for these guys was ridiculous. It was it was night sense. out. It was mm-hmm. night out. It looked like uh looked like something out of uh Legend of Bagger Vance where <laughs> you needed to bring the the cars with the the headlights and surround the green. Mm-hmm. Uh, was, they had to turn the scoreboard yes. up to light the green to finish up this tournament. The visuals were stunning. Live golf. This was no matter how you feel about it, you cannot argue this was a great weekend for Live Golf. And there was some theater involved as well because when they finished the third playoff hole, the people who were running the tournament who make the decisions whether they're going to keep it running or not. They left it up to the players, right? So they asked Joaquin. Joaquin said, hey, it's up to Sergio. They turned to Sergio. Sergio said, onward we go. We're going to the fourth playoff hole. Obviously, it was too dark, but the crowd went crazy. Yeah. And just that alone, I was like, you know what? Like, I can get behind this. Like, he's giving the people what they want. I'm telling you, I'll, I'll say this right now. And I understand I host a show that is funded by a PGA Tour event. The great folks at the Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches love that event. And we're PGA Tour fans. I'm a golf fan. Absolutely. Yeah. But what Live Golf put together this weekend, that three days at Maricopa with John Rahm involved, and then the four-hole playoff, and it gets dark out, and they say, play on, let's finish this up, and the crowd roars. This was the best non-major golf tournament that I have seen in years. Mm-hmm. And it was Live Golf that put it on televised event you saw so many shots they don't waste any time you don't have all these commercial breaks there the broadcasters are giving you a full rundown of the action in real time this was the best televised non-major golf event that i have seen in years and it was live golf this weekend in mexico i mean this is this is what competition capitalism is all about you know you improve the craft of one because you have the other. That's why Madden sucks so bad. I know it's yep. a weird rant to throw in there, but no nobody, competition. No competition. No competition, yeah. and you get stale, and you stop trying to evolve. That's why I'm a chill guy. But give uh, give Joaquin Neiman his world golf ranking points if you're going to give Wyndham Clark his world golf ranking points. How about that? Is that fair? Uh, it's perfectly fair. And that is a dog bleep Monday. When we come back, this man, Theo Dorsey, mm. he volunteers. He sacrifices. He's on that grind. He's the one who says, you know what? I'll peruse the cesspool that is Twitter, that is X, and I will find the best but also the worst of this app, and then I'm going to tell it to you on 
every single week. Yeah. I mean, you, my friend, you have I'm patience. You yeah. are a saint. Theo Dorsey with a little Twitter trash, Twitter treasure when we come back. That's Theo Dorsey. That's Stone Labanowitz. I'm Ken Levicka. Levicka, Theo, and Stoney. 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Here we go. Here we go. Here's a theory. Here's a theory. Not my theory. Brian Windhorst theory. LeBron James was wearing a Knicks towel after the Lakers beat the Knicks with LeBron playing. I made that mistake earlier. This is from Brian Windhorst. Quote, he was cognizant and aware that he was putting on a towel that said New York Knicks. Why would he mess with the Knicks? Because he was using the Knicks as a tool to pressure the Lakers. Yeah. That's it. Oh, boy. The drama, the conspiracy, the ulterior motives. LeBron. You buy it? He'll never play for the Knicks. No. He's using them no. for sure. He's That's the one franchise he also doesn't even respect. He loves Madison Square Garden, loves playing there. I don't think I think he hates Dolan. And if there's any owner or franchise or fan base he's gonna toy with to help build leverage to get what he wants in LA, it's gonna be the Knicks. Yeah. Stephen A. Smith has spent the last two first takes openly pleading for LeBron to force a trade to the Knicks. I was gonna say he wanted it today on first take. He he did the same thing Friday. But he said, There's no way we're getting on Julius Randle, so I don't really want to actually do it. I just wanted to say it. But content <laughs> Maybe coach both teams in the Pro Bowl. Right. Oh my god. Uh all right. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, it's it's a good Stephen yeah. A. It's NFC! AFC! It don't matter. I'm coming with the dub. Good. You gotta try the sexy voice no, out Theo, though. Theo, you gotta be unk. And he's gotta be Jay? Stephen A. Oh yeah, that's the thing. You can't do an unk impression though. That's when Oh it, hell no. Yeah, that's that's when it gets I'd like my job. <laughs> yeah, and your respect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh that would get touchy. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's back. It's back. It's back. Theo Dorsey, and again, he chooses to do this. We have not forced him to do this, but he says, don't worry, guys. I'll get in the muck so. that is Twitter. I'll find the best at Twitter, but I'll also find the abject worst. It is time now for some Twitter trash, Twitter treasure. You know the old saying, one man's trash is another man's treasure. All right, yeah, this is uh, it's been so long that we've done Twitter Trash, Twitter Treasures. Solid Waste Authority brings you this, by the way. Yeah, we got to work our way back into it. Brought to you by the Solid Waste Authority of Palm Beach County. Manstone, uh, let, let's tee them off with, uh, we always go positive first here. Positive first. So we'll start oh, with the, the Twitter treasure. Okay, the treasure. Yes. And that came from the Grammys as seen on CBS last night. Here's Jay-Z. You know. I don't want to embarrass this young lady, but she has more Grammys than everyone and never won album of the year. Let's talk about his wife. So even by your own metrics, that doesn't work. Think about that. The most Grammys never won album of the year. That doesn't work. You know, some of you. He went on to uh, also say that some of the folks that are nominated for that award shouldn't even be nominated. And he's pulling the Kanye like a decade later. Because Taylor Swift won album of the year, right? I'm pretty sure yes. she did, yes. So he's standing up there diminishing Taylor Swift like Kanye did. Similar. Uh, and he's also saying, hey, some of these folks shouldn't have been nominated for Album of yeah. the Year. Uh, can we hear that one more time? Can we hear Jay-Z last night at the Grammys on CBS uh, going to bat for his wife, Beyonce? 
you know, I don't want to embarrass this young lady, but she has more Grammys than everyone and never won album of the year. So even by your own metrics, that doesn't work. Think about that. The most Grammys, never won album of the year. That you doesn't think, work. Uh, you think that, you think that notoriously independent Beyonce was actually happy about that from Jay-Z. But a look of her face is tough to tell. Do you think deep down she thought like, oh, hell yeah, I'm glad he did that? Deep down, probably yes. Because it is probably something... It might bother her, but I think maybe... All right, maybe deep down she's saying, hey, I'm glad someone brought it up. I think she's probably thinking, though, I wish it wasn't my husband (laughs) who brought it up. In the middle of an award show. That is a, a classic... Like, stay in your lane type of deal. I know it's Jay-Z. And I know he's a mogul in himself, and he's her husband. Yeah. I would argue, though, that Beyonce, her essence, her brand, her legacy, going to say something controversial, it's more lucrative than Jay-Z. And Jay-Z made last night then, about by saying that, he makes that about himself. And he goes to bat in a spot where Beyonce is more than capable of sending that messaging if she wanted to. Beyonce sure as hell has the platform, if she's that bothered by it, to say something. She didn't need hubby to go to bat for her. But she would never, though. That's the difference. She would never. The, diva, the queen, she's because, not, yeah. But I also feel that she's comfortable with what she is and who she is and the yeah. legacy she's left. It never occurred to me she's never won album of the year. Want to know why? Because it doesn't matter because it's Beyonce. Beyonce is her own entity. I guarantee you plenty of people did not know that she's never won album of the year. I didn't. Because it doesn't matter. Right. Because as soon as no clue. As yeah. soon as the name comes up, Beyonce, you say that's high class. Yeah, we're not You say <laughs> that's the top right there. At the end of her career, we're not gonna be like, you know, deciphering, okay, oh, she didn't get enough Grammys in this category yeah. or this. Well, no, she's this isn't a like legend a right. Of this generation. This isn't like, like a Super Bowl rings conversation yeah. or a Finals rings conversation. No. This isn't LeBron versus MJ. No. This is Beyonce, one of one. There's no discussion to be had about Beyonce versus Taylor Swift because they're two very different, very supporting people to one another. Yeah. So stop it. And Jay Z made a bad, calculated move last night. So I thought it was a treasure. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll leave it to me to take the treasure. I was gonna ask, yeah, why was that tragedy? You love how bold it was, all the things sticking well, up for your wife. Number one is a guy that again is about to be married on Friday. I do realize sometimes in in relationships, you go to bat for your wife or your significant other in places that you know that they would never do it, and then you take the blame, you take the pointed arrows at you. Um, and I think that's what Jay Z was doing. You think that behind closed doors, Beyonce's not a little frustrated that all of those great albums she's had have never won a all Grammy? Right, you wouldn't think this guy would be married and uh, you'd be getting married here. I love that take from Theodore. But here's like, the problem. If she wins album of the year next year or two years or three years from now, what are people going to point to why she won it? Oh, they were just accommodating because Jay-Z brought it up. Yeah, but that's, husband, a, that's a conversation even, for another day. Yeah, and, it's her, and also it's her husband. Like, yeah, the person okay. that's going to fight for you most is going to be your husband. He but, just so happens to be a to my point, too. she probably wanted to say something, but never was She would going never to. say anything. She has too much dignity, too much class, too much Because she not- knows her standing in the realm of female artists, and that's at the top. Yes. At the But she still wants an top. album of the year because she, she has an album that's worthy of being the best of whatever year. I think Jay Z did Beyonce damage that didn't need to be done last mm. night. That's my opinion on it. If I, my wife was on a work call when I left my house this morning, if I jumped on and said, 
hey, I can't bl- believe you guys don't pay her more. And why are you making her travel so much? She's done so much for you over the last three months in terms of sales, and you haven't bumped up a, a raise for. That's garbage. You think she'd be happy about that? Probably not. But hey, I'm going about my for, going about for my wife. Straight up. No, that it doesn't work like yeah. that. All right. Uh, what else? Okay, <laughs> Twitter. That was the Twitter treasure, which yeah. is a controversial treasure right, right, right. in the return of Twitter trash. You guys, you guys were pulling it. The the the, the what is, the Twitter trash. Good trash. You guys are pulling it in separate directions. Well, I don't know if it's a piece of garbage or treasure. I well, can't that's tell. Twitter. That's Twitter. That's the essence of Twitter. <laughs> that is the essence X. and the segment. In fact, yeah, the yeah. fact that the segment still called Twitter trash, Twitter treasure, and there's no website called Twitter technically. It's also funny. <laughs> Thank you. That's a really good point. Still courtesy of the Solid Waste Authority of Palm Beach County. It doesn't go with anything. It doesn't, which encourages you to recycle, right? Let's right. get to the trash, the Twitter trash. And this one I think you both would like. Uh, Stone, I was going to say this is for Stone, but Ken, you stumbled into this as well. And you guys will both feel some appreciation for this tweet. It comes from an account called Chief Punt- Punter. Chief Punter. And the tweet says, on a team's meeting yesterday, I said, quote, let her cook out loud after one of my colleagues, a lady, made a great point during a controversial argument, and now I've been asked to see HR on Monday for <laughs> sexism allegations. <laughs> but wait, at first I thought this was going to be on Twitter treasure. I saw this tweet. I thought it was, I was hilarious. Say, yes, yeah. it's a great tweet, right? Yeah. Because let her cook. Let her cook. Is agreeing with her. It's like, let her cook. She's doing it, like, chefing it up. But also, I can see why. They took it very literally and job. thought he was making a comment, which Stone does regularly, to be yes. quite honest, about women cooking and being in the kitchen. And can you the put your foot room. in the mouth about property earlier? Uh, what, I, did, yeah. I did say that Ali Landry, <laughs> former Doritos model, was uh, was property. Yeah. I'd like to apologize to her family, friends, and to none of the rest of you. Believe yeah, just Yeah, just yeah. the family and friends. Yeah. And here's why it's trash, though, because it starts great. It's funny. It's hilarious. Everybody can enjoy this. But HR took it too literal. The very next tweet from Chief Punter was that on Monday, this Monday, he has been fired. Oh, good Lord, man. What's wrong with the people of this world? Man. We can't do this. Yeah, that sucks. We can't do this. Worst part is everybody on that call probably laughed or loved Yes, they knew what it was, but there might have been one or two people that felt it was too offensive or whatnot. So I just want to give a shout to our guy. I don't know him at all. Chief Punter on Twitter slash X. We got your back, baby. We got your back. That's trash that they fired you. We're going to get you back in there. The least you can do is give give them some guidance about how to recycle right. And if you want to know how to recycle right, then you hit up the the right guy for the uh, cause. The Solid Waste Authority of Palm Beach County. They effort everyone to make sure that Palm Beach County is still one of the top recycling counties in Florida, and they need your participation to keep being it that way. Our system only accepts certain items for recycling. Newspapers and inserts are one of them. So newspapers and inserts should be recycled. Those items will go into your yellow bin, and by recycling newspapers and inserts, you help reduce greenhouse gases and save valuable resources, and also the material gets made into new products. So it's a win-win. Keep our community clean and green by recycling right each and every day. Palm Beach County, recycle right and learn more at swa.org slash recycle right. Real quick reminder from Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. They have a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacements, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho for more 
more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. When we come back as we bid Theo farewell as he heads on the journey to holy matrimony, yes. we give him advice as he prepares to depart and marry the beautiful Ashley on Friday. That's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken. LaVica, Theo, and Stone, ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Hey, you know where I had my rehearsal dinner when I got married? This is not a joke. Duffy Sports Grill. Oh, yeah. My rehearsal dinner was at the North Miami Beach. Really? Duffy Sports Grill. Want to know why? Duffy's is awesome. Hey, Theo, yeah. why don't you talk about him? Duffy Sports Grill is the place. I'm surprised I didn't think of this myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Duffy Still Sports time. Grill. I mean, two for one drinks all day, every day, right? You got the award winning burgers, you got the award winning wings. And then for me, though, my rehearsal dinner is going to be on a Thursday, but. Any day of the week is good at a Duffy Sports Grill, no matter if there's games on or not, because there's 80-plus TVs. So on a Thursday night, you're going to get some NBA. Uh, what other kind of sports are going on right now? You get some college your, basketball action. Your favorite, hockey. 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 You can catch the Florida Panthers. Thursday, right. it'll be uh, the of opening round of oh. Live in Las Vegas. That, too. All of those things could be on the screens at a Duffy Sports Grill. But Chive most TV. Phoenix Waste Management open. Chive TV. How about yeah. it? Most importantly, if you're in your seats at a Duffy Sports Chive. Grill, you know that you're going to get your hands on some of the best burgers, some of the best wings you'll oh, ever be able yeah. to get. Great appetizers and the two-for-one drinks all day, every day. Your nearest Duffy Sports Grill. Check them out. Duffy'sMVP.com to get your rewards card. At Duffy's, our game is always on. Stone, wedding music, please. Wedding music, please. We are in the final couple of minutes of Theo's on-air reign as a bachelor. Mm. The next time we hear him on these airwaves, and when we see him, he will be betrothed. Let's go! He will be a man with a wife. Yes, I'll be one. I'll always remember this weekend. It'll be Levick and Theo and Ashley and Stone. Yeah, that's right. Number one. That's right. They're a package deal. (laughs) Uh, This from GroovyGroomsmanGifts.com. GroovyGroomsmanGifts.com. This this is top 10 wedding day tips for the groom. Top 10 wedding day gifts. uh, Pick up your pen. Pick up your pen. What are you doing over there? Take notes. I'll also, uh, I'll send you this MP3 so you have it to refer to. (laughs) Number one, get a good night's rest. Get a good night's rest. Do you think you'll be able to sleep well on Thursday? I think so. I'll pop a couple melatonins, get in bed by about midnight, 1 a.m. The ceremony don't start till 5 p.m. So that's oh, okay. Yeah. That's that's beneficial for you. Two, have a solid breakfast. A solid breakfast. Wait, Are you a breakfast person? Love right. breakfast. Most important meal of the day. Good. I'm going to send my little bro on a breakfast run to grab uh, some, bring it back to the B&B. Waffles or pancakes? <sighs> Depends on how they're cooked. But I got to go pancakes. Fluffy. Okay, pancakes. Yeah, it pancakes. Is. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Depends how they're cooked. <laughs> <laughs> rare. I don't know. Uh, number three, have your suit pressed and ready to go. I know that that's not going to be an issue, and it's a tux. It's not a suit. Fly guy. I pick it up at uh, Palm Beach Tux tomorrow, or the tux shop. I'm sorry. I pick it up fine. tomorrow though. Yeah. Uh, number four, get a shave. Get a shave. Yes. Yeah. When, you, when are you going to shave actually. beforehand? So I'm going to get a real haircut the Wednesday morning. One okay. of my groomsmen is a barber. He's going to ch- he's going to touch me up okay. like right before the wedding in the uh, at the B and B. So we're going to be good. You keeping the goatee? 
Um, yeah, well, it's not a full goatee. Yeah, he's I'm got like the, mustache, uh, open mustache and then little chin. It looks chin great. Hair, yeah. It looks good. I think I think that's the play. Keep it there. Trim it up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number six, check in with your bride. Check in with your bride. Don't see her, but give her a text. Give her a text. Let her know you're little thinking about note. her. I'm, I'm going to write up a love note. Schedule to sin. Right? In the morning? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a great idea. You know what you should do? Oh, where is she? Is she in an Airbnb as well? Yes. Oh, okay. So I was... We were in the same resort. I would say send a note to her room, but send a note. Is, yeah, Maybe I'll right. send a note with some flowers. Can me and, oh, Ken, yeah. can me and Ken send edible arrangements to yes. her Airbnb? Yes. What about edibles? Yeah, well, no. Uh, and and finally, we can arrange that. Finally, edibles. Take pictures with everyone. Make sure you take pictures with everyone. Memories etched in time, like phone pictures, and also yeah, with the yeah. Anytime stuff, anyone anything. says, don't don't say like oh, I'm too tired. Like just go with it. You're Do gonna everything. you're gonna you're gonna look back and you're so that was a good decision to have all these pictures. Yes, and I got. A wardrobe change too. So there you go. Let's see. Right. You want that documented? I need Can I have a piece of advice? Yeah, real quick. Have fun. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Have fun. We're super proud of you. Ashley is is you're an unbelievably lucky man. Yeah, we'll put oh it that way. But looking forward to seeing you again. Have fun on Friday for Stone Theo. I'm Ken. Bye bye.